How's it going, everyone? This is Chuck Nasty, and that means only one thing. You are listening to another episode of Romero Pictures Heavy Metal Indie Brigade presents Nasty Nation. Man, what a mouthful that is to say. I think I'm getting better at it, though. Uh, yeah, man, I don't even know when the last time that uh, I put out an episode of Nasty Nation or, uh, or Graveyard Talk. It's been it's been a hellacious last couple of weeks. I know that every time that I get on here, um, after a while of not being on here, I always say that. Well, it's been fucking crazy, you know. Crazy times, you know. Chaotic. Well, I'm not talking a lot. I mean, you know, you know, uh, Whitman. When it comes to graveyard talk, uh, you know, Whitman's been busy doing some of his stuff schedules are back and forth um when he's able to do them i'm not when I'm, I'm able to do them he's not vice versa sometimes we end up being able to meet in the middle and get some uh, content out there but here lately it's been difficult but hopefully that will change here soon uh i hope everyone's uh, been been doing all right um i i well i'll, I'll tell you what's been going on with me i uh been going to a lot of doctor's appointments um I don't, I'm not the kind of person that, that's, that goes to the doctor when he should usually. Um, I've, I've had my, my stomach problems, my Crohn's disease and other things, uh, for a while now. And I haven't been to a, a doctor in many, 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 many years. If it tells you anything, my, my stomach doctor, uh, who I was trying to get an appointment with, he retired a few years back. If that tells you anything, I don't even know when it was. I just know it was a few years ago. But I found out some things. Uh, I had to go get some blood work done. Uh, I had to get a CT scan. CT scan done. Uh, I was supposed to have a, col- a colonoscopy done uh, this past Thursday, but uh, due to the the fucking weather, it had to be rescheduled. Um, and unfortunately, that fucking day is supposed to be bad weather as well. So I don't know. I might have to reschedule again. But um, I found out some stuff about blood work and whatnot. Um, my uh, liver enzymes are, are high, um, which could mean a slew of things. Um, my Crohn's disease is going through a flare-up right now. Uh, not a big one, not a huge one. Just it, it's it's very active at the moment. Is pretty much what they told me. Um. So it's been back and forth, back and forth, because my doctor and, and you know where I go is in Winchester, which is about 20, 25 minutes away from here. Um, so it just kind of sucks. I hate driving, and I hate Winchester. It's my hometown, and I don't care for it. I would never go there if it wasn't for the fact that my bank's there, and um, my like I said, I go. I would rather go to the doctors there. Um, my parents are there, you know, so that kind of thing. That's what's been going on with me. Uh, I've been doing music stuff off and on. Hell, the last couple weeks, I haven't got a chance to do music stuff because it's been so fucking crazy. Um, I wasn't sure about... uh, Because I had to get a COVID test before I had my procedure. And I had the COVID test. And like I said, I had to change the fucking day uh, to when I could have the, the, the procedure done. So, I didn't know if I was supposed to quarantine myself or what. Um, and I didn't really feel like after, after, uh, dealing with that shit all day, I didn't really feel like I was pretty much worn out and didn't get a chance to, uh, 
to have band practice so hopefully tuesday we will get back on on the saddle and and get to writing because we've been coming up with some pretty cool shit and yeah totally (laughs) um but yeah man no it's weird you know going back to the crohn's thing um i've had crohn's i was diagnosed with having crohn's disease when i was 18 19 years old um at the time there wasn't pamphlets there wasn't uh, commercials there wasn't there wasn't a whole lot of like knowledge about what the fuck crohn's disease is or was or, or will be or whatever um i was being i got told all kinds of different information from different uh, doctors basically I had one doctor, actually, it was a young doctor, who, uh, when he was asking me questions, this is back when I was, you know, like 18 or 19 or whatever, he was asking me a bunch of questions as they are, you know, are to do when you go into a doctor's office, and uh, he asked if I was a smoker, and then he said, I, 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 he's like, I bet you are, and I was like, yeah, I was like, how'd you know, and he said that, uh, based on the fact that most Crohn's, Crohn's patients smoke cigarettes, because he said because it's not although cigarette smoking is bad as I smoke one right now um, it's it's okay to have one here or there or whatever for your bowels or something I don't know then later found out that actually these fucking things are really bad for crows getting ready to put these motherfuckers down I keep saying that we'll see I'm hoping maybe maybe I'll get scared enough to where I actually do put them down the fucked up thing is, I mean, I should have already put them down a long time ago. <laughs> Drink too much, smoke too much. Um, the only thing that's really been a savior in so many things has been uh, the wonderful and and amazing sweet leaf. Uh, the sweet leaf, um, known as cannabis. Songs have been written about it. Um, it's it's a pretty known thing. You know, many people uh, use it for medical reasons as well as for other reasons. And I was told a long time ago that it is a, a very helpful tool um, in fighting Crohn's disease flare-ups. Uh, which is why I indulge as much as I do. I was, I was told that my, my, my Crohn's disease was actually in remission um, for like a long time. And it was the only thing that could be figured out why I didn't have any problems like like you know a lot of people do for such a long period of time uh, was due to the fact that I was medicating with uh, with cannabis still am um, but unfortunately within that time period when I was told that that was that was a, that was years ago and in that time period I have <clears throat> like I said I drink too much um, I drink a lot actually. Um, I don't drink. I'm not. I'm not a morning drinker. I'm not an afternoon drinker. Uh, that's on special occasions. I'm a night drinker. Um, and when I do, I drink quite a bit. Um, and I don't drink beer most of the time. Most of the time, it's whiskey. But weed's been the only thing, man. I mean, honestly, it, it's been a it's been a lifesaver. It helps with uh, stomach pains. It, it helps give me a fucking appetite. There's a lot of times I don't want to eat. I don't feel like eating. I smoke, and about 30 minutes later, after I've enjoyed the buzz pretty good, I'm, I'm, I'm wanting the munchies, you know? Uh, that's just how it goes. I wish people would get off their asses and start doing some research and realize that cannabis is not a bad thing. Um, 
that it does help. I mean, come on. We've all seen the videos of like the kids that have, you know, bad seizures and whatnot. And they, you know, have a little drop on their tongue or some oil or whatever the fuck. And, you know, or they take like THC pills and they start chilling out. You know, their seizures go away, all this stuff. Um, cancer patients, AIDS patients, Crohn's patients, fibromyalgia, pretty much anything. I mean, the list is fucking like phenomenally long on, you know, like if, if you live in a medical state, uh, just about anything, it helps, you know, pot helps with fucking just about everything, you know, when it comes to your body, um, you know, we have cannabinoids that need it, that need THC, that need the CBD, you know, yeah, here in Kentucky, they legalize, uh, hemp, they legalize CBD, and it's been nice, I mean, it's, it's good, because we, there, there's a lot of stuff that CBD is good for, um, it's the medical agent, you know, in cannabis, the thing is, though, there are certain there are, are certain things uh, like Crohn's, for instance. Um, there's things that THC has and CBD have that you you need both of them at once to actually uh, to help with certain things. Um, that's the truth. I mean, I. I've, I had a stomach pain a while back and, and ripped somebody's CBD pen. It was just, it was strictly just CBD and it didn't do shit to me. I went home and smoked a joint and my stomach pains went away and I was, I, I felt really good, <laughs> you know? Um, but I, I, I wish that, that we would get this shit legalized. Uh, on that topic though, uh, very interesting thing that I found out about, um, uh, a few months back was, uh, Oh, by the way, I'm, I'm, doing this episode, uh, from my Jeep, um, on location with Chuck Nasty, um, at my local, uh, laundromat up the street from where I live. Um, cause it's, I don't have much time to do anything. It seems anymore. And, you know, I'm watching right now from my Jeep as my clothes are drying. <laughs> there ain't, nothing, ain't not, not, not really much more for me to do, but, uh, but do a podcast. Um, so anyway, but, uh, but I found out uh, not too long ago about, uh, what's called Delta eight. Um, not, not there's, it's starting to make a, a big, a, a big, uh, uh, uprise. Um, not too many people seem to know what it is, but there's, it's the word slowly getting out there. Um, but it's, it's like, okay, like the, the regular, you know the 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 THC and and, and uh, okay the regular weed that we usually get you know if you go to a dispensary and get weed you know whatever that's considered Delta ten and Delta nine those are the stuff that that's like the stronger you know potent uh, you know hundred percent THC like that kind of shit you know <coughs> <coughs> sorry like I said in my Jeep and just coming to smoke a cigarette um. But there's a stuff called Delta Eight, and Delta Eight, what it is, is it's it's the weaker side of THC. And when they legalized CBD here in, in Kentucky, uh, there was a whole act, um, uh, the Farm Act or Legal Farm, whatever the fuck it is. And in in in, in those laws and those uh, 
uh, I don't know. I'm drawing a blank on the on the proper way to put this. But the one thing that that, that actually was in the the, the legalization of, of CBD and all that shit was the fact that Delta Eight is okay. And I could be wrong about how I'm explaining this, but Delta Eight is it's derived from uh, cannabis, but it's uh, it's from hemp. I, I look it up, Delta Eight. And the thing is, though, is uh, down the street, they actually have Delta 8 gummies down there. Um, and they're not bad. Uh, it's, 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 not, it's not your typical buzz. Um, you get a nice little body kind of thing. You feel kind of floaty to a certain extent, but you're not, like, completely out of your mind, you know, stoned or nothing. But, uh, you know, slowly but surely, surely, slowly but surely, um, eventually we will have it legal. They just need to go ahead and fucking legalize it all across the board, man. It's something we've all been waiting for. And a lot of these fucking states already have this shit, and they're all fucking happy about it. I mean, I wish that that Kentucky and other states that haven't legalized it will get the fucking hint. Uh, It it draws in money, and it's helped. I mean, remember in Colorado, when they were the first, they sold, you know, they were the first, like, you know, recreational, full-on legal state. And they, that state alone fucking made, you know, $2 million uh, in like two days or something like that or something. I could be wrong with the numbers. I'm horrible with that shit, so forgive me. But yeah, so there's that. Um, Something else, uh, as many of you know, I'm a huge I Hate God fan. Um, I've had uh, Mike Nine, the vocalist, and Gary Mayer, the bass player, on the show before. Um, I'm always talking about them on just about any uh, any podcast I do. If, if you see me on one of the video podcasts on 2G1C, I'm usually wearing a Hey God shirt in the background. You know, you'll you'll see my Hey God poster on the wall. Um, they've got a new album coming out, um, "History of Nomadic Behavior," and so far they've released three songs, and uh, they're they're awesome. Now, Mike Nine had told me that. You know, the stuff that's going to be on this new album is kind of weird. There's some weird stuff on it, but it's an I Hate God album. And I see what he's saying now. Um, If you haven't heard the new tracks, well, you're in luck. I'm going to play all three of them. I opened the show with one of them. Um, And so I'm going to play another one here in just a second. And then I'm going to end the show with with one of them. I Hate God is one of my favorite fucking bands. Um, they are my favorite band that's still touring and doing stuff. Um, they've never released anything that I didn't like. And I'm really excited about this album. So I'm going to try to push it on you as much as I can. So uh, here's a little break and here's a little I Hate God for you.
Welcome back, and I hope you enjoyed that. And like I said, I will be playing another track off uh, I Hate God's new album um, at the end of the show. But anyway, moving on to topics here. Um, I was talking a little bit about you know me having to, to deal with uh, Crohn's and going to the doctor and you know and cannabis and all that shit a minute ago. Uh, now we're gonna move on to something else. And it's it's something that's kind of I don't know it, it's it's interesting times we live in I I, I can't even count how many times I've fucking have said that on multiple podcasts we live in certain times where shit's really fucking crazy I've said that too a bunch but the one thing that's been happening here lately you know we've well just be frank about it. Marilyn Manson. Okay, let's talk about Marilyn Manson for a minute. Um, for those that aren't familiar with uh, what's going on with him, uh, the uh, the famous shock rocker has got himself in trouble. Um, it's his ex, Evan Rachel Wood. Uh, she's been in... A bunch of shit. I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of hers. I know she was in uh, a movie called Thirteen, that was pretty hard to watch. Um, and she's been. She's in some big show. I don't know. I don't. I don't watch the kind of movies that she's in. But she came out and said that she was being abused by someone a while back, and she didn't give a name. And then a few months back, she, uh, about a month or so, or whatever, she gave up the name, and it was Marilyn Manson. Apparently. They started a relationship when she was still underage. That's what she says. Um, and he was verbally and physically abusive towards her, threatened to kill her, all this stuff. He has said things in interviews, uh, has had songs, everything that kind of doesn't help his case much. Now, I, I will say this. I, I've i been a very big Manson fan. Uh, well... Back when back when Marilyn Manson really started making uh, some uh, some way uh, some headway with some things, uh, you know, he put out "Sweet Dreams" uh, of the "Smells Like Children" uh, release, and then they came out with uh, with Antichrist Superstar, and that was that was the the that was the album that that really made me really enjoy his music, and I still love that album. Um, actually, I listened to it in its entirety uh, on the way to. Uh, to my doctor's visit the other day. Um, you know, but the thing about this is, you know, Manson's saying that uh, it's all bullshit, that she's just is full of lies, whatever. But then, and then, you know, and that's understandable because there, there are people that are full of shit that want to make people look bad for whatever fucking reason. You know, personal vendetta, whatever. Um, but it doesn't help when, you know... Manson has a, a reputation for doing some heinous shit. Uh, he got in trouble a while back for um, rubbing his dick uh, and balls all over all over a fucking uh, security guard uh, that was in the front row, I guess, you know, standing there to protect him, I guess. And Manson basically started having sex with his head uh, like a like a dog in a leg, you know. Uh, so he went to court over that shit and whatever. Um, you know, if you, if you've read his book, long, hard road, road out of, or yeah, long, hard road out of hell, um, 
it's a great book. Um, and there's a lot of interesting stuff in there. A lot of stuff that makes you question, you know, the, how real are some of these stories, whatever it's, it's a good read, but in, in the book, uh, you also get a taste of how Manson could be. Um, there's things in the book, uh, that kind of points to him being, uh, rapey, <laughs> I guess, uh, he also, he like, he pointed out that he says in the book that Trent Reznor did a bunch of shit too. That was horrible, which Trent Reznor recently came out after all this stuff and said that Manson and his relationship is not good anymore because of that part in that book that he said it was false. That didn't happen, whatever. I mean, I, I, I love Trent Reznor. I'm a big Nine Nails fan myself. Trent wasn't a saint back in the day either for the record. That's just, that's how I feel about it. But, um, other people have come out and said some things. There's been some other women that have come out and said that he's been, you know, abusive and whatever. Uh, and even he's he's had a couple of uh, guitar techs and roadies uh, come out and call him a piece of shit and say, look, this guy's a piece of shit. And the thing is, though, is when all this stuff came out, everyone's like, they're like, oh, you're shocked that Manson, you know, is, is a piece of shit? You're shocked at this? You know, we've we've... We've seen how he is. Like I said, if you read his book, watch. If you watch uh, the first official Marilyn Manson uh, video that came out, like the home video, um, Dead to the World, there's some stuff on there that's questionable. Um, there, at the end of it, there's uh, a girl sitting in a chair and he's she's crying and he's screaming at her and making her you know read a Bible verse over and over again. And you don't really see her. You hear things, whatever, and you and you just see like little blips. And the rest of it's just like kind of like you know darkness, so you don't really know what's actually going on. But it's pretty, uh, pretty fucked up <laughs> when it comes down to it. Um, and then there's even some stuff on on the Nine Snails, uh, uh double VHS that came out years ago called Closure, which is you know one of my favorite uh, home videos to watch. You know that's uh, some cool tour footage and whatever and backstage stuff. Uh, and it was back when you know Manson first started going on tours, and they were on tour with Man- with uh, Nine Inch Nails. Um, and there's you know like I said, there's some stuff on there. It's kind of questionable as well. And and throughout Manson's career, there's been like I said, there's been things that he's done and said. Uh, you know, he's always tried to be shocking or whatever. And uh, you know, he he made you know when it comes down to to Evan Rachel Wood. He did have an album not too long ago that came out where he was talking about killing her on it. And in interviews, he has said that he fantasized about bashing, like, you know, bashing her head in with a hammer and different shit like that. Now, I get the shock value and trying to, you know, be like, well, this is how brutal I am, whatever the fuck. Uh, you also got to remember, man, shit will come back to get you. Um, and it's fucked up because I have some friends who a lot of people have posted about, about Manson and they all said pretty much the same thing. Oh, you're shocked about this. Uh, but you know, there are some people, some other friends who have also commented on some of these posts and have, and have kind of had the same question that, that I have is like, okay, well my piece of shit for still listening to some of the old albums. And it's like, no, I don't, I don't think that you're a piece of shit. It, Cause it, that's, that's the thing. It's like, I, I love Antichrist Superstar. If I was to never listen to another Manson album again, except for that one, I'm okay. Uh, as long as I have that album, I'm good. I mean, fuck, I, I love stuff that's all Smells Like Children. 
you know, Portrait of American Family, you know, it's, it's a classic, um, you know, which has songs like Cake and Sodomy, okay, all right, I'm just saying, it's kind of fucked up, but I also know that, like, albums like Anacross Superstar, <coughs> excuse me, um, you know, that whole, that whole thing was pretty much his life, I mean, it was, it was a, a autobiographical, um, take on things, you know, metaphors and whatnot about things going on in his life and talking about him basically. Um, and that album, I mean, honestly, man, the Antichrist Superstar album was an album that inspired a lot of me and my friends, uh, to want to play music, uh, to really get into a certain type of music. Um, he, he lost his flavor for me. Uh, I guess it was because he, he came out with uh, mechanical animals and even though it's a good album I like it and I've for a while I really liked it now I don't really care for much off of it. there's a few good songs on it you know it's got the dope show on it and then uh, uh, coma coma white and a few other there's, there's it's got some good shit user-friendly you know it's got some good songs on it um, but then you know you put out Hollywood which I liked Hollywood for me, Hollywood was kind of almost like Antichrist Superstar Part 2. It had that kind of feel to it. Um, and then he started getting artsy-fartsy. Golden Age of Grotesque was good. Uh, but that's kind of, for me, after that album, I didn't really care about anything. There was there was a couple of songs here and there, but I just didn't, you know. And actually, his more recent album he put out actually has some decent stuff on it. I'm still not completely crazy about it, but, you know... It kind of sucks. I think this is probably the best stuff he's put out in a long time. And his career is now fucked. <laughs> I mean, he got dropped from his record label and everything over all this. Uh, which his best buddy, you know, one of his best friends is fucking Johnny Depp. And what, what you know, what's he been going through? Abuse allegations. You know, his, his ex is a fucking beast of a woman when it comes down to it. You know, uh, she may be sweet looking, but apparently they've both put each other through the ringers and apparently she's a huge bitch and whatever else. I don't know. It's all speculation. You don't know. We don't know this shit. I don't know these fucking celebrities personally. We just know from what we hear and what we see, you know? So I guess what I'm trying to say is like, is there a point, you know, cause okay. Uh, good example. It's like, okay, you got movies and you got music and there's been shitheads in both spectrums of the businesses. Um, you know, most notably when it comes to movies, uh, if anybody knows me, knows my hatred for uh, for the Jeepers Creepers movies. Uh, and anything that has to do with Victor Salva, the director. If you're not familiar with that whole uh, thing, um, go look it up. Go look it up and let me know uh, if you feel okay about watching uh, the Jeepers Creepers movies. Um and, in, and can have a good conscience about it, liking them. Um, because it's it's sick. The guy's a sick piece of shit pedophile. He scarred a kid from a movie that he made years and years and years ago. He went to jail for like five, six months and then got out. And for some reason, is still able to uh, make movies. But it makes more sense after everything that's gone on in the past like year or so when it comes down to uh, Epstein and his famous friends uh, that have come over to his place uh, the pedophile island, where the fuck that place is called. Um, and we have found out that a lot of our, you know, a lot of people that we, we look up to and admire, you know, are shitheads. 
You know, it's a sad, you know, Kevin Spacey. You know, I, Kevin Spacey was one of my favorite actors. Um, I, seven, Usual Suspects, uh, Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil is one of my favorites. Um, but, you know, it came out that when he was, uh, when he was younger, uh, he made sexual advances towards a 14-year-old uh, kid. You know, and some people would be like, well, that was back when he was in his 20s and he was stupid and he drank too much and whatever the fuck. And it's like, okay, like, it's shitty. It's fucking shitty. It makes you look at somebody like, like you know, a different way. And it's like, well, I can still enjoy his movies because, uh, you know, he made a mistake and he's got to live with that, whatever. Well, then it comes out that, okay, well, that kid wasn't the only one. And it's like, okay, well, that sucks. So now it makes it hard to watch some of my favorite movies because he's in. You know what I mean? Um, I just I, I don't know. There's too many. There, there's so many different crimes that so many fucking actors and musicians um, have been accused of that have been you know guilty of that you've got to actually figure out where to draw the line. Um, what is I hate the word forgivable because the shit that everybody, you know, is not forgivable. It's horrible. I mean, it really is. And going back to the Jeepers Creepers thing, if you actually look that up, it's, I get into so many arguments. I've been kicked out of so many groups. I've left so many groups on Facebook because of this very topic, because people post about Jeepers Creepers and, and all that. And I get a few people who are on my side because I'm like, dude, how can you watch this fucking movie and feel okay about yourself? Because... Those movies are just that sick fucking asshole director's fucking like fantasies. If you don't believe me, go watch Powder. Or better yet, don't. Powder was a movie that the the, the, the Victor Salva, the director of Jeepers Creepers, made years ago, years before that. Uh, and it was about a young man who he's got, his skin is completely white and he's kept in a shed naked. And then go look at Jeepers Creepers too where the teenage uh, football team or whatever is stranded, and they're, they do what any other you know group of football players do when they're stranded on the side of the road on a bus. They get on top of the bus and take their, like, their shirts off and start sunbathing. I don't think that's actually a fucking thing. The guy's a sicko, and he's just trying to get his rocks off. Even in the third one, which I have not seen, the only reason I saw like I didn't even know about any of this shit until like after I had already seen the first two movies. I refuse to watch the third one, and I've even heard that there, uh, he even makes a fucking molestation joke in it, which is pretty fucking disgusting on many fucking levels. So I'm appalled by it. You should be too. Um, but I, I just, I can't, yeah. So anyway, there's some people that think they can watch Jeepers Creepers, they like the movie, whatever, but it's like if you see something and you know something, it's like, ah, it's really hard to... To take that any other way, but hey, this is, you know, this is a sick fucking movie by a sick fucking man. And the metaphor of it all is, it's, this is what he wants to do. I don't know. I don't know. You know, it's just like, what do we do? You know, it's like, look at the, like, look at the other musicians that, that, you know, people look up to. Chuck Berry, amazing guitar player. Human feces is what that man is or was. Uh, I, I hate the fact that the guy gets so much fucking praise. 
okay, yeah, he's a good guitar player. There's a lot of good guitar players, and there's a lot of them that are assholes and don't deserve the fucking praise they get. Chuck Berry was a piece of shit that, you know, had cameras in his fucking bathrooms at his, his places of business. You know, he was seeing fucking, you know, women and children, um, you know, in the most disgusting ways. Fuck that guy. Um, you know, it's like you, you go down to, uh, fucking Gary Glitter. (laughs) Fuck that guy. Piece of shit. You know what I mean? Like child porn fucking motherfucker. Fuck that motherfucker. Anybody that does that shit, just fucking kill yourself. You harm a child in any fucking way, especially in a sexual, uh, nature of that. You know, no, fuck you. Just don't hurt. Just stay away from kids. <laughs> you know, like no, kill your local pedophile. I'll, I will stand by that one till the day I die. Kill your local pedophile. Unfortunately, if you go and look on the fucking registries and shit around where you live, there's probably a bunch. Um, I try not to look that much because it makes me uh, it makes me get get itchy, and I want to go get some gas and some matches. You know what I mean? But anyway. It's it's really hard to it's like okay am I a dickhead for still listening to Manson's music? No, I don't think it does. I don't think I don't think anybody if you listen to music whatever. Now, now if now here's a good example. Okay, listen to Manson does not make you a fucking dick because he's a fucking asshole. Okay, um, but it's but it's also when you turn around like that band the Lost Prophets or whatever. Like, I've never even listened to him. But the thing is, though, is their lead singer, that you know, he's in prison and shit for doing really sick shit with really young fucking kids. Uh, and having other people do things to their young fucking, like, babies and shit. Like, disgusting. Disgusting fucking shit. You could never get me to listen to a fucking, like, Lost Prophets album at, at all. I don't care for, the, for them regardless, but, like, anything with him on it? Fuck that. No. It's it's impossible for that shit. Let that fucking uh, blood on the dance floor, motherfucker. That guy needs to be fucking just beaten to death. Not just because his music sucks, but because he's a piece of shit like human garbage. He's a wasteoid. He's fuck him. You know what I mean? These motherfuckers out there who are harming children and stuff and still making all kinds of money and making all kinds of fucking fans um, should not get that fucking right. Yeah, that's how I feel about that. Manson's a piece of shit. The way the way it's coming out, it's coming down. That you know, Manson's whatever. I never really had that big of an issue with him, um, but you know, he's done some things where it's just kind of it's just kind of sad at this point. You know, he's kind of he's had a rough few years, whatever. But I don't know. When it all comes down to it, we'll we'll, we'll find out. You know what the real truth is, and the way it seems, it seems like Ed and Rachel Wood and these other people that, that have come out. Uh, Wes Borland, who I didn't even realize was in Manson for a minute, he was in he was in Marilyn Manson for like six weeks or six months or something like that at one point, and he said the guy was a complete dickhead. So, who knows? Yeah, it's just one of those things, man. I don't know. You know, how do you feel about listening to to music that's made by you know garbage with legs? You know, like how do you how do you how do you listen to that and justify it? You know what I mean? It's a little things like that. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I it just it was on my mind, and I figured I would bring it up on this episode. 
but yeah, so some, some things to think about. Um, going back to my doctor stuff, like I said, I'm supposed to go to the doctor and have a colonoscopy done. That's what the pre- procedure is. Uh, to find out more about my Crohn's and my insides and make sure that I've, I'm good to go, that I'm, I'm not in a bad place worse than I think I am. Um, and I'll make, and I'll make sure I keep you all updated. Don't worry. Uh, but I will say this here to, to, to close out, uh, make sure you check out the tell us in the podcast slash two G one C. Um, that's, uh, JB and, and Jack Hunter doing tell us the podcast and two G one C is me and JB. Uh, it's on Facebook. It's on, uh, YouTube. Uh, you can actually listen to the audio of it on, um, Spotify, I think, and a few other places. Uh, but you can always watch the, the videos and stuff, always posting about it whenever we do episodes. Uh, we just talked about Demon Night last night, uh, and it was badass. So look look forward to that. Uh, or look out for that. Good stuff. Um, Whitman, even though he's not here, uh, check out Whitman's stuff. Whitman, 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 God damn it. Whitman Photography. Uh, he's always got stuff he keeps trying to, to make sure he's got enough content posted for his stuff. Uh, hopefully we'll have a graveyard talk, uh, episode here soon. Like I said, it's been nuts and hopefully we can get on, uh, on schedule with some stuff. Um, also my band bastard sons of a Judas goat. Um, uh, if you haven't listened yet, we've posted, we've posted it all over the place, but we, uh, we released our first single, um, off our, our next release, which is called Harbinger. Uh, it's a sequel to our album, uh, Bitterroot, which is going to be a trilogy. There's going to be one more on this at some point. Um, all the music's written. We just got to get time to record it and all that stuff. Uh, but it, the new release, the new track is called, uh, some things in a bloodshed. Um, I will have it on here at some point, um, but you can go and check it out on Spotify or whatever. Uh, you know, check out our Facebook page. If you haven't go and give us a like, you can find some pretty cool live clips on there as well as, you know, links to Bandcamp and Spotify and everywhere we're at on there. Um, nasty nation on Facebook. Uh, go get, go give, go give me a like, you know, draw me a line, say hi, uh, for either show, go to the graveyard talk page. Um, you know, shoot us some messages. Those are, those are the best places to get a hold of us. If there's ever a time where you're, you're curious about, my opinions on something or Whitman's opinions on something, uh, you know, messages. Uh, if you want us to talk about a certain movie, certain band, um, <coughs> doesn't matter either show, you know, holler at us. If there's something that we're, that you don't agree with that we're doing or saying, hell, let us know. Uh, if you're listening to this on anchor, dude, there's a place on there to leave a voicemail, leave a voicemail. We will play it on the show. Um, and we will make sure that we respond in every way that we can, uh, to keep you all happy. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I don't think so. Then that's all for now. Oh, wait. Duh. Don't forget to uh, check out Romero Pictures and Romero Pictures Indie Brigade. Go to the uh, the pages. Check out all the uh, shows that are on there. Uh, not just Nasty Nation and Graveyard Talk. You've got the actual Indie Brigade. You've got Drone Cav. Uh, you've got Wagner Walls. You've got... God, there's so many shows on there now, I can't even remember them all at the moment. So give everybody, you know, a a like, go check everything out. And, uh, yeah, but this is Chuck nasty saying, thanks for joining me for another episode of nasty nation. And, uh, hopefully in the next couple of days, we will have a graveyard talk 
But until then, I bid you farewell. Good luck and good night. Thank <laughs> you.